Welcome to hell. Go do it, because we're already on the clock. We're already paying for the time. So, uh, on this one. Oh, you son of a bitch, you did it again. I totally did. Cocksucker. Yeah. All right, we'll just keep going. I'll have to splice the audio. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jeff, and I can't hit a big fucking square button that says record. Hi, my name is Cranston Dean, and this is a song of mine called Maybe I'll Be Fired. I like beer, but I take wine. Drink a little while, I'll be feeling fine. Dancing like a fool on the barroom floor. Put our heads together, couldn't think no more. And I like whiskey, and you like tea. If you can mix them up together, you can give them to me. And I go left. You stay right, baby, if we're lucky, make it through the night Where is Philadelphia? Where is Pandemonia? If I'm getting out today Hey, I'm gonna drink and take a couple notions And tomorrow I don't think I'm old. Got a bad desire Just wanna get high Oh, maybe by tomorrow morning, baby, I'll be fine Singing glory, hallelujah, listen to me, brother Here's another thing I never try to keep on the cover That's, I like smoking like a chimney in the winter And it keeps me feeling closer to the saints and the sinners And I don't mind cheap perfume And I don't mind the smoky room If I only ever put my elbows into my ears Still a lot of bullshit that I gotta hear I watch the foam roll down my glass One more drink and then I pass out Is there some place that I can crash? Hey, I'm gonna drink and take a couple notions And tomorrow I would think I'm old Got a bad desire Oh, maybe by tomorrow morning, baby, I'll be fired Hey, I'm gonna drink and take a couple potions And tomorrow I would think I'm old I just wanna get high Oh, maybe by tomorrow morning, baby, I'll be fired Watch the foam roll down my glass one more drink and then I pass out Is there some place that I can crash? Hey, I'm gonna drink and take a couple notions And tomorrow I think I'm Got a bad desire Oh, maybe by tomorrow morning, baby, I'll be fine Hey, I'm gonna drink and take Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. Hello. And tonight we have Cranston Dean. Golf club. Oh, nice. Thanks for having <laughs> me, guys. Not a problem. Did you find the place all right? Yep. Actually, I did. I got here a bit early and the, the email said be here at 8. So I was like, I'm going to go take a little lap around the neighborhood. And uh, <laughs> wow. I, was, I was impressed by the amount of Wawa's. On, uh, <laughs> He's considerate, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. You uh, not too many people find this place very easily. That's the whole thing. Well, first time GPS works, <laughs> works great. Tells works you right great. where to go. Maybe you should email people more. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why don't you fucking email people? <laughs> I don't. I know. Not I know. Throwing everybody under the bus here. <laughs> no, this is our constant battle. 
Because you can email jsnpinfo at gmail.com. And Jeff will get right back to you. I never do. I know. Because I do. I know. It's great. So anyway, <laughs> back to our guests. How are you? I'm doing well. That's great. Um, so where do you prominently like kind of play and stuff like that? Like what is your... What's your home base? Yeah. Home base, it's... Asbury Park, for sure, I play a lot, probably most in Asbury Park, but I'm from a town called Atlantic Islands, and okay. up in Atlantic Islands and Highlands, up on the Bay Shore, there's a, a couple places to play up there, Okay, and so I spend a good amount of time there as well. That's awesome. So there's still places to play up there? Yeah, there are. There's actually more places um, than there were maybe 10 years ago. So uh-huh. things are starting to kind of pick up around there more, for better or worse. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like kind of different because we keep always saying, like, oh, how places are dropping like flies. Yeah, so I guess maybe there are, maybe it's dropping here, but... Yeah, because we, we, we talk yeah. about this all, all the time, is name one venue in Ocean County. Uh, the Strand Theater in Lakewood. But as, like I mean, a, small, but, yeah, a venue that... A like, normal venue. Bands, yeah. yeah, there's none. I'm lost. Not one. Yeah, lost. they're all gone. They're used to Jackson be Moose Lodge had bands for a while, but they just recently moved. Yeah, they relocated somewhere yeah. else. Oh, did they? Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm stumped. I can't remember where they moved to, but yeah, they moved. It's like a different Elks or a Moose Lodge or something mm. somewhere else. Okay, didn't even hear about that, but uh, that's cool. Good luck, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, anything coming out musically that people want to maybe check out? I just put out uh, an album on May 11th. It's called Northern Town, and you can check it out on all the streaming platforms. Is and it a uh, full? It's a full-length album, okay. 10 tracks. And uh, and then I got a bunch of new songs that I've started recording, so I'm planning to put out singles throughout the summer because album, it's just like yeah. a long process. And yeah. today's market for... For consumption is, yeah. is well, we say all the time since COVID, uh, the whole they're releasing an album is it's it's barely existent. It's dinosaur yeah. shit that I'm doing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't always like that. Nah. Um, but now, like, are you going to go through it as like here's the full ten? Or are you going to put out like you know here's a single, then maybe another, maybe get up to five, and then the whole thing? Like, what's your game plan? I'm not sure on this last. One northern town, I put out a single, and then I just put the whole whole kit and caboodle okay. out. I'm toying around with the idea of releasing one of the songs just as a music video and not putting it on any of the streaming services. Like, if okay. you want to hear it... Yeah, drive all, drive everybody to one spot for yep, that one. Yeah, kind of toying around with that idea. And then the other one's just, I think, just singles. They might okay. not even go on, on a whole album for this next batch that i'm i'm thinking about because i refuse to get a tiktok i i I won't do it i will i won't i tried it i won't i tried it for the podcast i just don't understand it like it's it's foreign to me yeah Yeah. i was i think i'm barely barely on instagram you know i don't really quite get that one much either so i'm just like very technically like Melissa Peterson emailed you guys about all this. I'm just very technically unsavvy, and uh, so <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a bad thing. But yeah. in today's day and age, it's a necessary it's evil. A necessary evil. I mean, I kind of sure. understand that, like, because I'm not. Well, you're the same way. I handle yeah, everything like for us social. I, I think it's maybe I'm just like social. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> well, that's it. There's always yeah. that. There's that. It's like when you come in here, it's like, oh, cool. You're like, hey, man, how's it going? But like if we were outside of Wawa, I'd just be like, if I didn't know you, I'd be like, hey, man, walk by. Yep. Yeah. Hold the, I'll hold the door for somebody. I'm nice. Oh, you're a gentleman. I know. I try. Well, you also strike me as the kind of guy that might have encountered many random people over the course of time that you just strike up conversa- long conversations with strangers. That's not the case? With strangers, no. Really? No, I'm usually, I'm very to myself. I'm attracted to, uh, to or strangers are attracted to me because I've had a lot of great uh, interactions with just random person number five or ten. Or <laughs> like NPCs in a video game, Like, but mine are really interesting, the ones I come across, I think. Okay, that's great. How old are you? I'm 33. I just okay. turned 33. Okay. Young blood. 
Yeah. Oh, it's that like yeah, I, I yeah, see I like hearing things. That. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, that's great. I don't feel it, but <laughs> it's like we're the old man. We got you. Yeah, man, don't worry about it. Because I've seen like you know other thirty-year-olds and now recently a couple twenty-year-olds, and um, it's just different. It's different from when I was doing my thing and how we approach things. It's just it's night and day. And I, I know I sound like an old guy. I get it because I remember being twenty-something, being like talking to somebody in their 40s and be like yeah man that's your time's up you know and i remember being like that now i'm there and i'm like fuck yeah (laughs) time's up but you motherfuckers are fucked you know (laughs) damn so anyway back to you all right let's talk about how you go your process of writing the song and then bringing it i don't do you home record it do you go to a studio like how or you know somebody that records like yeah so um the I've, this is my sixth album, so I've been at the the album making thing for a good six bit. of them. A good yeah. bit, uh, you know. I don't want to say how long, but uh, <laughs> so on the first three of them, um, it was in a studio, actually down here in Bayhead, eight sixteen. There's okay. a guy by the name of Pat Noon, mm-hmm. and uh, he recorded the first three full band albums, and the first EP I put out was at home with a lifelong friend of mine named Jamie Tennant and then most recently the past two I've put out were with a dear friend of mine Mike Young and he's got a studio up in Maine it's called North Shore Woods and um, for this last one we moved all the gear down to Jersey and just kind of did it at, at home and tried to do it without the ticking clock of, mm-hmm. of studio time yeah you know because you get hungry, it costs money, yeah. you're not playing as inspired, or you're a little mm-hmm. bit sleepy, you're not playing as inspired. And it, if it's costing money, yeah. guess yeah. what? You gotta, you gotta go do it, because we're already on the clock, we're already paying for the time. So, uh, on this one... Oh, you son of a bitch, you did it again. I totally did. Cocksucker. Yeah. Alright, we'll just keep going. I'll have to splice the audio. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jeff, and I can't hit a big fucking square button that says record. Well, you just took it, off and went running. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> in fairness, yeah. I asked you if you were ready. You didn't say, like, go. <laughs> I just looked down, and I'm like, oh, that's green. That fucking shouldn't sucks. Be green. <laughs> nah, shouldn't be like that. Well, I guess we're just going to do the two track. It actually sounds pretty good, so. Anyway, but that's kind of the beauty of of recording at home because if you did that and you just do it over, it doesn't for, matter. For, if it wasn't your podcast studio, then uh, you'd you'd be like, no. Well, that's like I have I have a couple buddies that do podcasts and they pay for a studio to rent to to do it, and I'm just like, that would kill me because I have so much stuff that I sit here and you know tweak and make sure everything's the way I want it, and like in that setting, you got to go 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 because. Yeah. You're paying by the hour, and at 59 minutes, they're like, get the fuck out. Like, I've, in the studio, in the paid studio, I've seen guitar players come in and change their guitar strings that day. Like, one, why would you why do, would you do that? Because then by the time you do have it strung up, it's going to go out of tune, and it's not, yeah, you yeah. Gotta break them not in, in the should, pocket there. You should break them in before you get there, yeah. You know, so, yeah, people do... Uh, that's interesting thing. I've never heard that before. If yeah. somebody came in here and was like, I got to change my strings, I'd be like, yeah, no. No, you don't. <laughs> Play this guitar. Yeah, here, here's one I know works. <laughs> or a drummer bringing in their own drum kit instead of using one of the many studio drum kits that are all nice. They're all like, yeah. you guys know that your drum Tuned kit the, doesn't go squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, yeah, Every exactly. time the kick drum goes. And it's tuned to the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I never had one of those either. But you could change strings if you record at home. You know? You could do whatever you want. You can do whatever whatever you want. That's great. Dogs involved. That's that's my (laughs) now are are you just solo by yourself? Do you have people that play with you? I do have a band with me, yeah. I got um and they're all friends that I've played with for uh quite some time now and so it's it was really nice to record this last one just kinda in that like familial environment and uh get to eat meals together and kind of slow it down and and uh yeah so i got a drummer by the name of shane luckenbaugh and i went to school with him and i've known him since college and 
then I've, I've got a guitar player named Riley Shiro, fantastic dude. A second guitar player who's a multi-instrumentalist. He plays the octave mandolin, the flute, and uh, slide guitar on this album, and, uh, and the dobro as well. And, uh, and then we have a bass player named Patty C, and so kind of rounds it out with uh, the group of five there. That's awesome. Lots of vocal yeah. harmony going now, on. Now, do, oh, do nice. you write everything, or do, I, do they have input in the writing process? And In the songwriting itself, I write it, so I'll bring them a full song. But then when we get together, they do have a big hand in, in the arrangement parts, and I'm never like, hey, this is the bass part I created. So basically, you, you lay the foundation, and then they kind of pile on top. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. And this unit's been together for the, the beginning? or. Uh, Mostly for since the beginning, yeah. There, uh, Riley and Shane have been on since like 2014 or so, oh. and uh, and then Patty's new to the group, but I also play drums in his band, so it's kind of another. We were talking before we started recording about like the community building okay. aspect, and where I'm from, a lot of bands there's not as many players, but a lot of bands share members, so I think the community building part is pretty inherent just because okay yeah one guy's in three or four <laughs> he's bands in your yeah. band too so you should go support his other band kind of deal gotcha okay. yeah. um and then uh max carmichael this is the first time he's recorded with us but uh i've been playing music with him for years i'm kind of a nerd for folk songs and i, I love irish and scottish uh folk music okay. and uh he's really great at all those things and old time American folk music so for years we would just kind of sit on a porch and just jam pick guitar and he plays banjo as well so just kind of jamming those old folk songs and then uh, we we convinced him to pick up an electric guitar for the first time in a while he is an excellent electric guitar player but just he kind of fell off of it's just not his thing that wasn't what he was as interested in but we convinced him to pick one up for this this album so that's cool cool, yeah Yeah. (laughs) and like what kind of style would you say your writing style would be is it like that folk because that's what you like the most or is it i don't want to say pop i don't want to say rock but you know what i mean where it's like if you got electric guitar you know you don't seem like the type of person that's going to have it on 11 no no i don't i don't uh, although when we do play with the band i do like getting pretty loud and then dropping back off okay. into like the third verse if it's like a, a yeah. typically we put a guitar solo at the end of the second chorus almost every time no, okay. no fail very predictable hey, place so whatever, if anybody sits it, in yeah. with us you know, like, <laughs> you know it's coming up it's coming there <laughs> and uh at the end of that we I, I like when this in the solo section especially if the player's if they're whomping, it's like send it around one more time and then mm-hmm. build it up, you know, as okay. loud as we can possibly get. We get the get the, it. the big rises and falls and then the dynamics where you yes. build that solo up and then you just drop it out and just kind of leave them hanging for a second. Yes, yeah. I love that kind of. Okay. Kind so of very stuff. dynamics. But yeah, we do like dynamics as far as genre goes. Though I've always had a hard time with that question because I don't I don't quite know. I mean, like I know it definitely falls somewhere in the Venn diagram of there's country music a little bit. There's a little bit of just soul and our old R and B there's rock. Uh, So it is a little bit all over the place and I do love hip hop. And so a lot of times my lyrics do kind of, I mean, it's not as good as, as the hip hop artists I love, like Kendrick Lamar. I love the way, his internal rhymes start switching a new rhyme set going the other way just because he rhymes these two words back to back and now these outer rhymes can he has like different layers to to where he rhymes things and uh, i I like trying to do that as well okay but um yeah i don't know Anytime I've been asked that, I think uh, genre hopping, genreless music. I, don't know. Well, I always say that people in the band have the least idea of what you would classify that band as. That's it, that's probably true. And, and the best bands too are when it's you can't classify it as one singular thing because everybody's got different backgrounds and they're all going to throw their flavor in and it just becomes a melting pot. Hopefully, right? Yeah. Like all their influences. Yeah. 
distill and, themselves. And certain parts, uh, you know, you'll highlight certain aspects and certain flavors, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. That that has got to be some of it because especially on this last album that I put out, I mean, those guys <clears throat> that I just mentioned before, they're all very excellent players and they do have uh, distinct styles. Max from his, like, traditional music backgrounds... And then Riley plays a lot of 90s, he loves 90s music, so a lot of that will come through in, in his playing. And So, yeah, you're right about that. I think If you, you do it right, it's just a melting pot, and yeah. it all seamlessly flows together, and just certain pieces pop out when they're supposed to. I think it's important to, to let it be the melting pot, too. Because oh, yeah, you can't yeah. force it to be yeah. one thing. Yeah. yeah, And people do. Like I, Oh, yeah. I, we've all it's seen that. Thing. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. Some people can be like the captain of the ship, and you're going to swab the deck, and it comes out great. Yep. And then there's guys that are like, all right, man, I need help. Let's do this all together. And it still comes out great. So I just think it's... I don't know if it's the band <laughs> or the personalities in the band. Like, some people are just... I don't want to know anything. I'm going to play my part, and if you want me to change it, I'll change it, and I'm good. Okay. And I don't blame them. Uh, well, there's certain people that are more outspoken about things. Well, yes, <coughs> yes. Um, well, it's the you know captain of the ship thing. I just got Dante saying, yeah, "The fuck, captain, <laughs> captain my ass." It's like, uh, yeah, I liked what you did there. Just uh, cut it in half. You're good, man. Don't worry about it. We don't need thirty thousand notes. Just pick three. I know. I'm a, ba- I'm, a, I'm a bass player that lights. I write like a lead guitar player, so which is cool, just not during a verse. But anyway, so that's very true. Say thank you, thank you. Um, it's very knowledgeable. It's nice to talk to somebody that has knowledge of me. Nah, uh, well, fuck yourself. <laughs> no offense to anybody else. Um, sorry, Matt. <laughs> About to okay. witness the first fist fight in Jersey Shore. No, no, oh, no. We do this all the time. <laughs> that one with the one band was like, dude, that's fucking rude. You're like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> like, well, yeah, uh, you're not going to save the music business. Oh, that was rude. <laughs> like, anyway. Um, this is a song of mine called I Got Shakes. I got the shakes, I got the shivers, and I'm heading downtown and I'm hoping that it all delivers. I got the shakes, yeah, I got the trembles. Oh, you were dead for the moment that you don't remember. Cause then it's just holly hocks, turpentine, and hemlock in my brandy wine. St. Peter said I'll be design, I remember. Well, she's a radiant patchwork architect She won't give off her intellect She just high noon ever gets That's why I love her Cause I got the shakes I got the shivers And I'm heading downtown And I'm hoping that it all delivers I got the shakes Yeah, I got the tremors Oh, you were dead for the moment That's don't then I can peep my pick Another tune on a red hawk Feathered afternoon There's flies in May and bugs in June But whatever Well it's a peck of pickle Pep talks here In through one and out my other ear Where years and fears and cheers And tears come together Cause I got the shades I got the shiver And I'm heading downtown And I'm hoping that it all I got the shakes, yeah, I got the tremors. Oh, you were dead for the moment that you don't remember. Or you can candy coat my cigarettes, you figure it, confederate. The Ambrose Channel amulet through the winter. Whether it's late July, February, it's a long, long way to Tipperary by plane, by boat, by bus, by ferry, but whatever. Cause I got the shakes, I got the shiver, and I'm heading downtown and I'm hoping that it all delivers. I got the shakes, yeah, I got the tremors. Oh, you 
So do you have a bunch of shows lined up for the summer? Yeah. Um, so I play at this bar in Highlands. It's a beach bar, and it's called The Sandbox. And we're there all throughout the summer and going to go up to Maine. Uh, I go up to Maine a lot and play. I'll be up in Maine on the 13th and the 17th of July and then looking for a couple other spots while we're up there. And it's a blues fest up in Rockland, Maine that weekend. Okay. And uh, yeah, I also play with a band called Jackson Pines as a drummer, and we oh, okay. got a we got a pretty stacked summer. We're gonna be in uh, Bethlehem at their uh, Steel Stack stage. It's a big, nice outdoor stage. I'm looking forward to that. We're playing um, the Pony once. Yeah, just a a regular regular busy summer. That's know? cool. That's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of bands aren't trying to do, I feel, like, you'll you'll drive up to Maine, you'll drive up, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think it's scary, it's just like, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, and you're just like, hey, you know what, fuck, we're going to do it anyway. Like, because if you gain five people, you gain five people. The next time there, you're going to gain ten people. Yeah, and I feel you like know, those like, that gain is the real world yes. people. Like, we're, I was saying before, I'll never join TikTok. Well, maybe I will, but... My never my main never. problem is yeah, never say never. <laughs> but my main problem with it is I don't really see a lot of people who are gaining a great TikTok following. I don't see how they're converting that the majority of them that I'm seeing. I don't see how they're converting that into people who are gonna then actually listen to the music and yeah. then actually go to a show. Well, I've uh, also noticed that like the different social media platforms are very age specific as well. Like, you know, your older crowd, like my, me and Jeff, like we're more of like the Facebook and then, you know, the, the early, early thirties, you're going to be more Instagram. And then the younger kids, like 25 and below, that's like the TikTok generation. They're the ones that are on there nonstop. And I hope the ones right below them are just like, we're done with it. I don't yeah. want it. I don't, uh-uh. and I don't think anybody uses Go- Twitter anymore. Maybe the ones no. below them will, actually go to a show yeah so trying to watch it on youtube well that's the other thing we talk about too is the hardest part of being a musician in this this era of social media and how much access you have to everything at your fingertips all the time nobody wants to go to shows they're gonna go look up and just see you play on youtube they're not gonna go drive a half hour and pay 10 bucks to get in the door when they could just pick up their phone and see it for free I, when COVID was going on, the live streams, great. It was, it was awesome. We could all still stay connected. Now that it's over, the live streams need to die. <laughs> unless it's like for somebody who needs the accessibility. Like, yeah, I understand that not everybody can get out to the show. Like, there are people that are bedridden, and maybe they, they should have access to it. However... For everyone oh, just, else that can get out to the show and they're just like, oh, where's the live stream? No, it needs to die. It made us lazy. It See, made, I've always it said made, if you want to do the lazy. live stream, you have to do it in a way where, yeah, you have your doors open, people can go there, but charge an online ticket Yeah, like to, be, to, to access the live stream. So if you can't go or say you have health problems and you don't want to be out in public, you know, whatever it is, you could pay, say it's 15 bucks at the door, charge them 10 and they can stream it online. I that way, that. the club's still getting something. The band can still get a little, a well, little piece of that. You know, I, I've thought because we've talked about this before, and I, it just kind of came to me as like, all right, a live musician, at least when what I remember, you want to feed off that crowd, okay? So as they're giving you, you're giving them energy, they're giving it back to you, and you play better, and you want to do this. Let's say, hell, fifty percent go. And 50% stay home. 
how much energy are you losing to give that best show? But how many people just don't go in general? It it's, is a catch. It's, it's a, a catch it's a 22. Yeah, it 22 is. There. But it's like, man, I wouldn't want to see my buddy over here on the live stream just like. Yeah, but you said you also like got to think of that. people here, but so, there's like 50,000 Think about it in this, like, in this way. Suck. Like, just say you're going to play like a small club and 20 people are, are in the bar for you. Most of those places right? are gone. But yeah, go ahead. I'm saying, but just, just, <laughs> just to say, those, you're going to play to those 20 people and it's going to be a decent show. But if you could have those 20 people that are still going to go if because they, they wanted to go to the show and you get another 20 people on the live stream, you're still doubling your audience. Yes, but I'm saying from a show perspective. Oh, I get it, but I'm, there's always there's yeah, always a pro for the other one too. If you watch it online and you know people are just watching online, you either become real fake because you're not reenacting with something. You're you're hey hey check me out. You know, like I think nah, this it's is like, what you like. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like nah, it's not real. Like I want to see like the real band, and I think to get that you need that the synergy. Of yeah. everything back and forth. I, I agree 100. percent But if yeah. you're not going to get those people, you got to find a way to get those people. I agree with both of you, which is very hard. <laughs> drive <laughs> to Maine. Like the drive to wherever. Oh, you know, I, like. But that's, but that's the, why. That's why I like going to Maine because I think, or to anywhere. I'll drive. I've, we go to Chicago, Maine, Nashville, and try to hit every point in between there and here. Mm-hmm. And I've gone to the West Coast before. But I'm willing to take that drive, even if, like you're saying, you just meet five yeah. people, ten people that really, really resonate with it. Because I feel like there, I've skipped the steps. I didn't have to make a corny ass TikTok video, and then, oh, ten thousand people saw your TikTok video, and none of them showed up to your show or checked out like your oh, music. Yeah. So it's like. What good were those ten thousand people to you, man? Like, yeah. I'd rather the ten people that actually checked it out and then come and have a, a conversation with you outside. Mm-hmm. I I love that more yeah. than uh, the clout chase, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but I've also noticed that social media gives a lot of bands a lot of confidence that shouldn't have that confidence. <laughs> like they'll be like, "Oh, we got ten thousand followers." I'm like, bro, you still only get five people to come to your show. Yeah, like, bro. you can't play live. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, you know, anybody could buy a couple followers online nowadays and say, hey, I got 10,000 followers. Or like, I might, I'm probably going to piss a lot of you know people off just by talking shit on the social media trends. But like that, I don't know if you heard the one song, but it's a girl who's like, if I was a fish, help me, use a fish. Anybody, nope. somebody nope. will nope. know what that song is. I guarantee you. <laughs> If you do, if, please if write in. I want to know that somebody knows what he's talking about. But any <laughs> this 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 woman wrote this song. It's catchy, and it went viral. And now I think they got a like How's Coachella. It was like it was like a oh, big no, really? festival set off of it. And you're going. I hope you have more songs than that one because, like, what are you gonna do? Like. Not you open that with song that one and for wait thirty the minutes end. straight. Oh yeah, like no, you go in, in there, trouble. you're gonna go play the one song, walk off. You gotta remember back in, we're actually reverting back to that with uh, like Richie Valens and all that when they did those festivals. Get up, do your one song, that's a hit. Bye, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just do that now. Well, even like we talked about last week on the podcast with uh, those other guys, it's almost like music is itself is reverting back to the fifties where yeah. it's very much singles based and not album based. It's it's that cycle just That's going around. That's why I'm going to start just releasing singles because I feel See, it's the way. like it, I'm not going to do TikTok, but I, do I will, We're gonna watch, we're I gonna will watch try to day. shave off you know, 30 <laughs> seconds and keep her under four minutes. And, you know, like. That's another thing, too. It's amazing how now, as an engineer, some bands will be like, dude, just watch the time. Like, uh, we can't be by four minutes. I'm like, all right. Three three thirty. You're like, oh, three we, minutes. We have digital equipment. We sure can, yeah. but they're like, no, no, no. no. I, and I get it because I do that now too more because I've seen it so many times where it's just like the attention span's like four minutes, four and a half. So you're like, yeah, rock song, that's great, man. And then it's like, okay, now it's 2023, and it's like, yeah, three minutes. Like, wait, where's the rest of the song? You know, it's fucking weird, but it, it's funny. And I love old country songs, so I mean, I'm I'm with it. Like personally, I'm like, hey, I can write less. Get in, get out, be <laughs> it takes done. Quicker yeah, to record yeah. it. 
But like you said, it takes that formula. Like you're like uh, after the second chorus, there's a guitar solo. Now it's like, well, it's it's first chorus, bridge, solo, chorus, chorus, which is not weird. It's just oh, that's a different formula than first chorus or intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo or bridge, chorus out. You know, like it's it's very weird. And I'm down with it. Whatever needs to happen, as long as we don't all need to get a TikTok. I mean, like, like just as long as like, he's really really good TikTok. TikTok. But it's like that's, that's awesome. where me that's a lot where me and him would kind of clash a little bit. Is like I listen to a lot of like stoner metal and doom metal, where like your average song is like eight to ten minutes. Yeah, and then there, I, there's also bands that I listen to where they have a sixty-five minute album that's three songs. And it's just 22-minute jams. No vocals, just jams. And I, I love that shit. It's great. Most, <laughs> May it never die. Most TikTokers would like look at that and throw it out the fucking yeah. window. That's great. It's like, fine. I'm why okay is it not 30 that. seconds? What that fuck? way, when I go see that band, it's not crowded. <laughs> but that doesn't help the band. That's, I know. But that's I'm very being selfish. selfish here, okay? <laughs> Don't worry. You can live stream it and everyone will see it. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. sit on my couch. <laughs> Crying my ice cream while watching the 65 minute song. <sighs> oh, fuck it. So, where can, <laughs> where can everybody find you on TikTok? And, you know, <laughs> if you look uh, up Cranston Dean, and I should be the only one because my parents were, uh, they were, my dad was stoned enough to be like, let's name him Cranston. <laughs> and, uh, At least you're honest so about we it. did. And, uh, and so if you look up Cranston Dean, I should be the only one on everything but TikTok. Okay. Well, we're going to wait. We're going we're to watch you know what? TikTok. I'm, I'm going to start a TikTok for you. <laughs> and you're just going to randomly come upon it one day. Do they like, have what like the, the fuck little... is this? You'll have like the AI capabilities to be like, hey, let's deep fake him being like, I love TikTok now. I know you heard me say. I'll have you singing that oh, song. Wait, we, we, we have the audio about. now. We have the audio. I'll just go wash it out and just make it. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh man! Anything you want to talk about? Bring up in particular. What? Uh, yeah. Let me ask you guys some questions. Oh, How do you first. feel? I heard. I heard. We we were talking about small venues closing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the small venues closing? Because I've mixed. Um, it's very different. Okay, so it, I'll be the negative one. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go in front of this and say it depends on which small venue. Mm. Because there's certain small venues he hopes burns to the ground. Just burn it down. Like, Start over. It's got to be better than what it is right now. So just let all these guys that are used to money or you know screwing people over, whatever the case may be. I'm not judging anybody. Everybody probably gets something for nothing. But burn it down. Start over. Because then somebody like maybe me in 10 years where I'll be like, all right, we're going to make this work. I'm not going to screw these guys over. And I'm going to try. I'll go in there with a good intention. Not me personally. I really don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying someone will do it with a good intention and start over again versus the same rotten whatever. So as these little places burn down and some I've cheered for, some I'm waiting for, probably have a big party for a couple other ones, you know, like start over. Like, okay, so you said in the Highlands, there's places starting. Well, fuck, that's awesome. You know, everybody should go. Everybody that's an original band, go check the place out. You never know. It could be cool. Now, some of the little ones, like I'm thinking of Brighton Bar in I Long see, I love the Brighton. I loved the Brighton Bar. I like and too. Especially when Jacko was there. That was like mm-hmm. a special era in time. And oh, Yeah, it had, it had its place. Yeah. But it's just like, man, like I want to just be like, all right, listen. All right. Asbury was cool. It was very artistic and very this. And then it became a millionaire's place. And now all they're doing is, I don't want to hear some bullshit fucking band. Give me the guy that plays Bruce Springsteen. Give oh, me the guy. And Jersey play- loves that. And like, we, Jersey we, we, we is a talk whole all the time about that. how, like, from our time playing in Asbury, like, late 90s, 2000s, like, back then it was about the music. Now it's about the money. And if you look around Asbury these days, it's well more than half tribute acts or cover bands and where i'm up where i'm from as well there's a lot of 
the tribute stuff going on. And I'm great. I'm, you know, yeah. like if it's getting your racks off, awesome. We're on but the shore. Everybody wants to hear. The, you yeah. still got to have a place for the original music the pe- to and, play. And the people that go out and see that are oftentimes the people that go, blah, there's no good music anymore. And my counter to that is, and no offense to the people that are great music Because fans. we still want your money, but God. We still want your money. Give me your, <laughs> give me your money. And you can do it uh, in, online. You don't even have to show up to the show. Just give me the money. But, <laughs> we'll put up his Venmo in the description. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my TikTok. <laughs> but the one thing I always find is that people always say, oh, the 70s, that was the best time for music. And I just don't believe that that time was the exclu- that was the best time exclusively i think that might have been the best time to be a music fan and the fans of those bands and that music were able because it was just this subcultural communal thing that if you knew you knew and then a bunch of people knew, and they all showed up in a field together yeah, somewhere. I mean, it's ebbs and flows. I mean, because yeah. I mean, you got to figure, okay, the 70s, and then there was disco. And then the 80s, and if you weren't into that, you had to wait I mean, until hair the metal 90s. was fucking huge. Yeah, you had to wait until the 90s. Or no, actually, late 80s was like that pop thing with like Madonna and stuff like that. Then the 90s came in. Then the boy bands came in. I don't know where we are right now, but I'm sure something is in where like the cookie cutter single, like, here you go. Uh, you know, maybe it'll change again. Maybe it won't. Like we've said for our generation, at least, the last great musical, I guess, era, you could say, was the 90s and maybe like 2000 to 2003, somewhere in there. And then since then, it's just been a a decline. Well, you also got to remember, there's only three major record labels left. I even think it might be two now. That's another fucking thing. That's another thing I would go. (laughs) Record labels. You You know know. what I mean? It's like a big bank that works with artists, but it's not much of... There's no A&R people that are going in. No, because all they could offer is distribution. That's it now. Yeah. Well, that's the only good thing about the way technology's advanced is you you don't necessarily need that anymore. There's many ways for you to get access to a vast amount of people without having to sign a contract and sign your life away. And cause I got a buddy who was a, he had a pretty, a pretty decent band in the nineties. He was signed and he still gets like those little, you know, those little tiny checks here and there, but he doesn't even own, right now, 20 years later, he doesn't own his music. It's still owned by them. Mm-hmm. They don't have the rights to it. Nothing. Yeah. There is something great about just owning your masters and just, yeah. They yeah, said you don't have to sign your life worse, away. Yeah. Uh, you could also look at it and be like, what's half of nothing? That's true. That's <laughs> you know, true. I mean, dude, it's every You go hours. Well, what killed, what killed it was the greed. <laughs> the greed of all those, those uh, record companies. Check my TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to chop this up and do nothing but 30 seconds. This whole podcast is going to be 30 second TikToks. Oh, that's, cool. <laughs> that's what we should do. Take that. And fuck TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> And fuck, fuck Spotify. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> it's a remix. <laughs> we'll make our own hit TikTok song. They're perfect. Oh, man. <laughs> Grants indeed. TikTok extraordinary. Yes. <laughs> the king of TikTok himself. Now I'm just hoping, like, oh, maybe, like, I'll get a TikTok of, I'll get TikTok famous from your TikTok of me saying, fuck TikTok. And it'll be like this beautifully meta thing. Well, I'm, I'm talking to all 10 to 15 people that watch this podcast. Yes. I expect by tomorrow, by the, the day after this releases, there's at least 10 to 15 different Cranston Dean TikTok pages. Make it go viral. Oh, Everyone man, make right. a Cranston Dean TikTok page. Flood the market. <laughs> they can't stop all of us. It's like speeding on the Garden State Parkway. They well, can't pull us all over. That's well, true. it's not like speeding on the Parkway where they can cut you. You just connection. don't want to be in the way. <laughs> you just don't like, want to be the guy in the back. How many are you? <laughs> fake, fake. We got to need, like, was it the little, like, check mark or something like that? Oh, yeah. You know? This uh, is everybody official. pay this $6 for the blue check mark. Oh, man. I started seeing some of those pop up on, like, Facebook, too. And you're like, you didn't get 
Mm-mm. You bought you that. Bought that. <laughs> That's, you're such a lame ass. You bought that? <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched The Office. Do you watch yep. The Office? Mm-hmm. The best part of that is if you go on Twitter, every cast member from The Office has a blue check mark except Toby. They won't give it to him. <laughs> I don't even, Poor I don't Toby. <laughs> no, nobody likes Toby for some reason, nope. but he is a sweet guy. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I guess that about wraps it up, right? Yeah. Just a final question for him? Sure thing. All right. We ask this question to everybody that comes in here. There's one singular thing you could change about the local music scene other than Jeff actually hitting the record button. What would it be? How's that local? And why? Shut your mouth. (laughs) That's tough. Um, One singular. It can't be like this to make that to make that. Just one singular change. What would it be and why? Oh man, I'm torn between two things. It's normally racks people's brains. We get a pretty, uh, pretty crazy gamut of answers. While I do love the supportiveness of communities, I, I think that is very important. We were talking about that yeah. before we started. It's important for communities to lift each other up and, and help each other out. What I do think we need to stop doing and would help uh, the music scenes incredibly is stop saying everything's great. That was great. Oh, what you guys did was great. Like, it's everything, everything's fucking great. All of it. Well, yeah, if there's like 30 fucking people or 40, 50 people uh, that paid to get through the door, you're fucking it great. great. <laughs> and it's like, no, like, let's, I, I think, uh, let's get rid of all the greatness. We can, we can make. <laughs> Make it great again. <laughs> so, so basically, if they suck, tell them they suck. Yeah, or like, don't be like, that was awesome, I, I, dude. I think I would, I, I could excel, you would excel at, that. at that. I would yes. be pretty good at that. That's a, that's a, dude, we've never we gotten do? that answer. You fucking sucked. Because <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't mean it in a, I'm thinking of there's some like, Record houses. Well, that you know, are yeah, you're, you're not Jersey. saying it to deter people, but you're saying it more like you guys really need to work on your craft. Yeah, work, work, it's okay. Like we're yeah. not all great, and we all fuck up, and we're you know. Oh, uh, not anymore, man. Oh yeah, I can Pro Tools a- you up. You're gonna AI, sound like baby. yeah, you're gonna sound like a dream. Ready for TikTok? <laughs> oh. Let's record a TikTok album after this. What are we doing? Oh, we got to get him in there to play still. Yeah. Oh, you got some songs for us to play, right? I got some songs oh, for you. Yeah. Let's go check that out. I think it's time. We get TikTok famous songs. All right. Going to do some songs. We're going to do the, acu- do the acoustic version of the TikTok King. Ah, nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming out. We Let's really appreciate it. Guys. All right. We just want to give a shout out to our sponsors real quick. First and foremost, Manaferkin Brewery. They make some great brews, and they're also letting us play some shows down there. They're going to let us bring some bands in. We're going to have uh, July 9th and September 3rd, Labor Day weekend. That's going to be a good one. I'm working on a couple different bands. It should be uh, should be a fun time, but as of right now, I got, I think it just yesterday I nailed down the three bands, so we'll be announcing the July 9th show real, real, real soon. It's going to be a good time to come out. We're going to have a food truck there, you know, good beer, good music all day, and... Uh, this one's going to be quite the eclectic mix, we'll say. Is no band is anywhere near like the other band. So that's going to be a good time. And uh, here you go, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. And we also want to shout out Low Fidelic Records, Main Street in Belmar. Supporters of the podcast. Go up there. Check them out. They, they do little shows in their store here and there. And they also sell a ton of records. Good records, too. Great guy. Go check them out. Thanks for coming again, man. Thanks for Really appreciate me, it. Well, this is a song of mine called Shades, and it's off a new album I just put out called Northern Town. And honey, I'm lost in my mind not wash in the river It's only a matter of time Something that feels like forever Hanging your heart out to dry Never be peace in the valley I never will know until I try 
is my best teacher, surely, or remedy for missing something that I can't get back. I'm familiar with that. I'm tired of living with the lights down low, the shades drawn black. Remedy feelings I can't explain. Never cut myself slack I'm Tired of living with the lights down low And the shades drawn black And honey, I can't seem to find all of the strength to deliver. It's only a matter of time, something that lasts for forever. Hanging your heart out by taking and taking the tally. The bed that I made is my best teacher, surely, or remedy for missing something that I can't get back. I'm familiar with that. Tired of living with the lights down low, the shades drawn black. Remedy for feelings I can't explain. Never cut myself slack Tired of living with the lights down low Shades drawn black Living with the lights down low Shades drawn black Living with the lights down low Shades drawn down low and the sheets drawn black Bye